and I realized, oh my goodness, what is wrong with us? Everything's adding, 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 collecting more ideas, more thoughts, more systems, more things. And what I realized is unknowingly, we have overburdened because instead of pruning or replacing, we keep adding mm-hmm. tasks. Yeah. And there's a direct correlation. If you hit Google tasks and stress or stressors and tasks, there is a direct correlation between all these steps. This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. I'm Katie Polson, and we are delighted to be able to have Shelly Renee here from Shelly from Shelly Renee Consulting here with us today. So yeah. happy. Um, we're going to, it's going to be a great show for those of you that are first time listeners. This is a, these, these uh, particular episodes are our growth series episodes. They're 30 minutes, actionable, quick advice on a problem to solve. So we will get bit, we'll get right into it in just a minute. Uh, if you um, just want to do a couple shout outs. So if you are a fan of Facebook, Facebook is where you are. We are there too. We'd love to have you join us. We've got a Facebook dental intelligence community there. Come join. Like what I like to say is uh, like-minded data nerds. And it's a great place to learn about how automation and, um, and analytics can improve your practice. If you would be so kind, we would love it. If you would go and rate and review the show, it helps us. And I read every one of them. If you are not a current customer of dental intelligence and you want to be one, uh, we have a great giveaway for those listeners to our show. You can go to get.dentalintel.com forward slash podcast to um, get $50 when you complete a demo. And that link will also be in our show notes. And then the last thing, um, actually, no, that's it. That's all we got for today. Um, okay. I'm going to introduce Shelly. Shelly, thank you so much for joining us today. It's going to be a good, a good topic. We're talking about new systems for a new year Mm -hmm. and she's all about new systems. So welcome. (laughs) Welcome. I'm really excited to be here, Katie. So glad. So glad. So tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got into dentistry and how you got into the business of helping dentists. Oh my goodness. How did I get in dentistry? Well, um, I actually grew up oldest of seven kids deep in the woods of Northern Maine. Mm. So, um, there's really more bear and moose than people up there, truthfully, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I babysat for a dentist while I was going to school to program computers and this dentist would hire all these consultants and but he was tough on his team at the same time and so they would leave and he'd just have these cds and he'd hand them to me and say listen to them come and help me out and so i would listen to all the great consultants of the 80s back and forth on my way to program computers and i ended up just staying in dentistry Mm. i loved it i loved the the magic of figuring out a way to get the results we wanted with less steps. That was like the magic from programming computer to how can I do this with people? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was my love. Mm, Total awesome. Love. Awesome. I love that you make that connection of, 
of um, computers to people and make and doing things with less steps. And that's, I mean, that's, we're not going to, this isn't a dental intelligence. I mean, it is a dental intelligence sponsored by dental intelligence that this is not an ad for dental intelligence, but that is what we love to do here. And that's what I'm passionate about too. So I love, I love that. It's going to be a great show. So um, we're talking about new systems. It's a new year. So if you're listening to this, it's, you know, 2023 now, and it's going to be, it's going to be a great year. I feel, I feel like it's, exactly. it's going to be a good one. So tell, tell us some of like the stress. I mean, stress is, I think one of those things that a lot of people would like to get rid of this year. It's not year, possible, yes, right? <laughs> um, but there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things to that cause stress in a dental practice, especially if you are a small business owner and the dentist, right? Like that, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of stress. So, um, how Big time, a lot of stress? Yeah, yeah. So if if this is you, if that calls to you, if this is your resolution for 2023 to help either reduce your stress or this stress on your staff, what are some of the ways that you feel like a practice can alleviate that? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you asked this because I'm in practices working with teams. And what I see is overload of tasks. Like literally you have good conscientious people, but they have this stack of tasks to get to. And it becomes this vicious cycle of going home feeling let down that they weren't able to accomplish all that needed to be accomplished during the day. Mm. So I started looking at this. I'm like, what is going on here? Because these are a players and they are falling apart here. So we started looking at what they could stop doing. And I realized, oh my goodness, what is wrong with us? Everything's adding, 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 collecting more ideas, more thoughts, more systems, more things. And what I realized is unknowingly, we have overburdened because instead of pruning or replacing, we keep adding mm-hmm. tasks. Yeah. And there's a direct correlation. If you hit Google tasks and stress or stressors and tasks, there is a direct correlation between all these steps so it makes sense that we would dig in and see what is going on here in the practice that's unnecessary what could be cut out Mm, yeah I love the idea of pruning of cutting yes I oftentimes and I gosh I felt it myself as a hygienist you know if doctor goes to an event, an event or a conference, you think, oh, what are they going to come back with? And I'm going to have to do additionally to what I'm already doing. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen. Or it's something simple. Like I call it hand-me-down knowledge. Mm. So the office manager, of the eighties taught the nineties people and the nineties people taught, you know, this mm-hmm. generation of employees. And when you ask them, why are you doing all these steps? That's what I was told. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did before me. Yeah. Yeah. But we actually, we need to change our vision, our eyesight, our eyesight and our thinking big time, big time, change it to look at why question why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this step? Um, a lot of times it is busy work that doesn't accomplish a single thing. 
Mm. It's maybe some strange fears they have and why they're not letting go of certain um, systems. Yeah. So we try to think of a couple systems. Um, yeah, that would be great to give the, some examples of things that people oh, can look I'll out. give you an example of a busy activity. There's so much scanning, printing, shredding. Um, they're doing duplication of work. Um, they're scanning individually and EOBs into a chart instead of into a folder, doing individual route slips, scanning, printing, shredding, route slips, spending all day on that instead Mm -hmm. of focusing on the schedule, Um, instead of utilizing the tools they have that save steps, they're adding. Um, Typically, I'll give you a couple examples. So typically, I don't know if you've grew up reading Laura Numeroff books, <laughs> we give a mouse a cookie, mm-hmm. or we give mm-hmm. a moose a muffin. Yes. It's a circular, circular story. It keeps adding and adding and adding. So what I see in offices is team members think it's okay to have statements. They think it's natural. It's normal. Every office has statements. Every office has AR, but I'm, telling you what happens is if a patient leaves without a copay now you need to send statements and the second you start sending statements I'm going to guarantee that you're going to have AR Mm -hmm. so something's wrong with the system the system is broken and instead of adding more people because now you have more AR or instead of outsourcing instead of adding and adding and adding we need to stop and replace the system that's causing us to have AR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so love it's, that. it's not adding, it's replacing. Yeah. So right. good. And, and so it's, and that's stop- a really common one for people. I mean, outstanding AR is one of those, it's a common problem and it's one that everyone would like to tackle. Um, yeah. But it, but we have to change how we think because mm-hmm. team members actually tell me constantly, well, our, our, our AR is healthy. It's in the healthy range. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> okay, let's rethink that. Let's rethink. Why do we think it's healthy to have AR? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Outstanding AR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely. So what are some, I guess some, and it doesn't have to be accounts receivable or collections, but um, going with that thread, I think, um, automation, I mean, fixing a broken system, uh, we believe automation helps a lot with that, but what are some of the ways that you felt like you've, you've seen automation work in helping a broken system? Oh, goodness. Well, let's just stay with the topic we're on receivables, ARs. There's so much that changing our thinking can fix. For example, um, the exit, the checkout mm-hmm. is really the beginning step to correcting a broken system where you have AR. So on the exit, the conversation at the desk should be about future visits. Mm-hmm. They should be able to text or email to the patient the upcoming treatment and have signed agreements before they ever book in their precious schedule. So there's clarity, there's fairness, the patient's in agreement, financials are 
discussed. And then on the entrance, the team can take care of today's money Mm -hmm. before the treatment is rendered. So we reverse the process. We rethink what is happening here. Mm -hmm. So we switch it up. So on the exit, we talk about the next visit finances on the entrance. We take care of today's money. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a little, that's backwards from, I think a lot of practices and how they run. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But that breaks the cycle that they're in that we, yeah. What do you, why do you think, what are the barriers, I guess, I think to that, to make it so like, why do you think dentistry has evolved to a point where we do it that way, where we talk about money at the end and not at the beginning or collect money, I guess, at the end and not at the beginning. Because so oftentimes patients come in and they just, they assume that we're going to collect payment right then when we don't. Yeah. And it's fear. We could have like apologetic team members up front that have a mindset that they're maybe a little bit shy about discussing or being proud of the office fees, proud of the work that we do Mm. with our teams. Um, That could be part of it. Part of it is just thinking. The thinking is that this is how we do it. You come in, you get work, and then we figure out your payments. And that's why we get the results we do. That's why we have constant statements and constant outstanding AR. So we don't want to add. We want to take away. We want to reverse that. Let's change it so less steps. If you don't have to have all these people working, you're aging. Mm-hmm. A big relief to the office a total relief on your overhead, less team members, less steps. That's Mm -hmm. the name of the game. Um, Are you familiar with, there's a guy named Ryan McFarland and he created what's called the Strider bike. It's Mm -hmm. the cutest little things. Mm -hmm. Kids can actually totally skip doing the little training wheels when they're growing up and they can go straight to a bike earlier and ride faster and younger. So he totally disrupted the whole industry that you don't have to do it this way anymore. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, that's what we can do in dentistry. I mean, with the right tools, the right technology, we don't need so many people. We don't need so many steps. We Mm -hmm. can alleviate. Yeah. So what are some of those tools, I guess, I mean, that you or... I guess, even a system that you would, how, how, how does the practice say, okay, in 2023, we're going to fix our broken AR by accepting payment at the beginning of a, of a, of an appointment. How do they get started? Um, I, I obviously, I love the dental intel tools, but our, our practices send, uh, well, the patients at the exit. And remember we start at the exit Mm -hmm. to get the next visit. Correct. So at the exit, they will send out um, the treatment sheet, the patient's there, um, discussion happens and is signed on the treatment sheet all on digital. So there's no printing, scanning, shredding. It's automatically in the computer. Patient is fully aware of their estimate or better yet, they hold the credit card on file. Mm-hmm. So when the patient comes in, as long as we have the credit card, they can go back, get their work done, or as long as we accept it's short menus, 
mm-hmm. take a payment or a credit card mm-hmm. to yeah. hold until after insurance pays. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> for, sure. for sure. And, 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 and I mean, there's other systems and solutions other than ours, but in our engagement solution, um, formerly known Modento, like you can send a text message prior to their appointment and they can pay, you know, prior to them even walking in the door, um, or it can be a card on file and they don't have to enter in their information. And it's just a, you know, it's just a, yep. Just charge that, you know, and it's, it's a safer, it's a safer way to pay in this day and age. Um, it's a beautiful process because really the pressure's off. Now you can concentrate on the fun stuff, doing the dentistry, enjoying the patient. Um, we've, a we've alleviated all the extra steps involved in collections. So on the entrance, we take care of business. Most of these patients in these offices now, their cards are on file. Um, They can walk in and out of the building. You know, Mm -hmm. we send the insurance, we charge credit card for anything left over. Um, You're done. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I think when I think of a barrier, I think of like, maybe the fear, like you said, the fear, but maybe the fear of them like canceling or no showing or not showing up to their appointment because of that fee. But in actuality, do you want them to come anyway, like and pay after if they're not going to show up to their appointment in the beginning because of financing, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're most likely not going to pay you or you're going to have to send them to collections or whatever, right? Like it weeds out the people that don't value your work. I guess. Yeah. We haven't seen a dip in, in people coming because they know you're going to collect. What we see is at the exit that now, remember, we're not giving anyone a precious spot in the schedule mm-hmm. until everybody's comfortable. That's coming. Meeting a patient. Yeah. They're comfortable with the arrangements. They have third-party payments. They have very comfortable with what's getting done and what out-of-pockets they might have. Then they're given the appointment and then they're clear when they arrive that they have two choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all taken care of. Then you can really have a nice moment with the patient in the back and the exit. It's just, it works out really, really well. Yeah. Do you, do you, when you, um, I'm just thinking of like the office that I grew up in and that I work in and the layout our our layout of our office is a little bit wonky. It's not wonky. It's just like we have a front office and we yeah. So I guess where do you where do you have these conversations with the patient? Because I'm thinking of the flow of a of a patient, like their actual physical bodies. Like where do you suggest they do that and have that communication? Ideal ideally you have two separate areas segregated by the check-in and check-out hopefully Mm -hmm. Uh Um, if there are larger treatment plans it's nice if you have a room off to the side but as long as many offices don't yeah many offices the business team is side by side in one little cubby Mm -hmm. (laughs) but as long as they have a dedicated process that okay this person's checking out this is our process you know ABC. Yeah. Next visit, come to an agreement on arrangements financially and then schedule. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. We have it signed and people will put the next amount in their visit. So then you give them the visit and they'll put it in the computer. So Mm -hmm. whoever's doing the check-in that day will know. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. 
Yeah. And I, and I will say the way that you're suggesting this and with automation and, and doing this via like electronics, like text messaging or email, you don't have to, like, I'm thinking of like, you don't have to have that physical space that we, I guess we used to have to hold patients to go over their treatment forever. Like you, they can, you can have those conversations, send it to them. They can review it. I mean, I'd rather review that stuff at home on my own too. I, you know, well, take the time to look some at of the it. Offices, the offices, they're actually, the patient is there in the office. We found that when we text it to their phone, they're like, thank you and gone. And, and then they'll think about it. Assigned, yeah, we want to oh. sign. So we will text it to an iPad while they're there. Mm-hmm. They sign their agreement and we have that discussion. And it's automatically goes to their document center in the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we don't have to worry about collecting that yeah. agreement from them. Yeah. It's just done. So this whole digital step and using the technology, you can run with a smaller team than we ever used to be able yeah, to. Which right now is really important. Right. right. That's the yeah. thing. There are just not enough people to be, you know, trying yeah. to work AR and sending statements. So if you mm-hmm. eliminate those two giant tasks, you can focus on insurance aging, working insurance aging, that doesn't go away. So someone can work on that step, mm-hmm. but at least we have eliminated. So um, I I have whole lists of things. Yeah, I'm sure. Stop doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. literally stop doing. Um, the problem is most owners don't know where to start. They don't see it when you're in it. You can't yeah. tell what you're doing from habit versus what actually needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to see, to, t- to know what to tackle first, you know, I mean, cause, or you want to tackle too much at once and then you overwhelm your team again. Yeah. 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 And, for sure. Yeah. And everyone's going to be on the same page, obviously the mindset, you know, if they're nervous, if they're afraid, well, we can't stop doing it this way. Cause this might happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to take a little time and reason it out and get yeah. everyone to try. Um, but there's so much that we can actually subtract right now, use technology and we get a much better result than we ever did years ago much less errors. We don't have as many human errors and mm, yeah. retyping information into a computer that's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the patient types it directly. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Well, I, we're obviously big believers, but I love, I love to see, I love to see like the actual system behind the, um, the automation and technology with mm. it. So it sounds like it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing to start. Think about Think about re re uh, take a step back and rethink about the way that you're doing things, especially um, when it comes to evaluating stress. Um, yeah. I we have one last question that we ask everybody, and that's what okay. does growth in dentistry mean to you? And it's because growth means something different to everyone, and growth means a lot to us here at Dental Intelligence. So, mm-hmm. what does growth look like or mean to you? For practice to really take off, they have to let go. Let go of the unnecessary task, filter it out so that all the energy is directed towards practice building. Mm -hmm. That's how you get growth. 
you can't drag along all these outdated things and expect to have your practice rise and grow. Yeah. So time to drop these old outdated process. Yeah, really good. Well, Shelly, it's been such a joy to, to chat with you for a minute. And if people want to reach out to you to get your help or to pick your brain a little bit more, how can they do that? Just hop on over to my website. It's um, ShellyRenee.com. There are all kinds of E's. <laughs> S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-R-E-N-E-E. So ShellyRenee.com. Um, there are, you can download if you want um, a money leaks checklist. And really and truly the only purpose of this checklist is it will reveal a broken system. The only way I can find and detect a broken system is through numbers where money leaks. I will know exactly where to start replacing mm. your system. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Well, I'll make sure to make uh, that get that website and an, an additional link to that download as well in our show notes. So that'll be great. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and taking the time out of your, of your day to, to, to spend talking about, uh, systems. It's, it was a joy for me. So this has been growth and dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast, special thanks again to our guest, And thank you to our marketing department for all their work on the show. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.